and we're on. Welcome Hello. back to the Dad's Beer Club podcast. To this week, I'm joined by none other than Jamie Strand. That <laughs> one you call me, Jamie. <laughs> I normally call you Saint Randy. That's what you say to my phone as. Oh, good. I'll take that all day. <laughs> How you doing, mate? Yeah, man. Loving life. Yeah. You good? You good? Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. I'm. I'm not surprised you're loving life after the result that's just just happened. Yeah. We're used to it now, pal. Unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, Jay, one of the first things we do with everybody is check your tipple for the evening. So uh, what is it you're drinking, mate? I've got a couple of, I don't have, I'm sure it's, it's pale ale anyway, but I've just got like a mixture of like six or seven, Aldi's finest. And you know what? They're really nice, actually. Are they? Yeah. What about you? Yeah, Cause you? Light still, mate. I'm I'm sticking with, with Cause Light until someone else sponsors me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna um, I was gonna have a whiskey and a lemonade or diet coke or something, but I thought you'd just because doing it for show as as opposed to drinking. I thought you would have thought I was just on lemonade and trying to tell you I was on whiskey, but <laughs> so, yeah, so it'll probably change throughout the night. Yeah. Now Jamie, despite being a city fan, we've known each other what, fifteen years now? You know what? I couldn't even couldn't even put a number on it, but I, it's been. I think it's about fifteen years, yeah. And in that time, your family has grown from absolutely nothing to what it is today. Yeah. Just like your team. That, yeah, started in two thousand and nine. <laughs> Both of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh look, Jay. One of the things we we always start with. So look, let's just get dive straight in. We go back to the beginning. Talk about what it was like for little Jamie Strand. Was your dad around? What was your relationship like with them? What was life generally like growing up? <laughs> Spicy topic. This, um, yeah. So obviously, basically, when I was younger, my mum and my auntie. They basically lived in a, a big house. When people ask me about it, I say it's like a home alone house. Right. It was like a, a couple of families living in a big five bedroomed house or what have you. Like my my family is in me, my two sisters, uh, my three sisters, and my mum lived in like the attic. And then my auntie and her two kids, they lived like in the downstairs bit and you know what people ask me about do I remember my dad being there or around or anything like that and there's no recollection of it at all to be honest there was no. never no no so we um obviously a joke about it, my mum and stuff because I've grew to get used to the fact of it but yeah he was um apparently I think he was around for the first couple of years and then just I don't know my, I, I used to I used to think it was because he got offered a job somewhere else or back in his own his own country and that was the reason for it. But I just think he was just a bit of a bit of a tool and just got off kind of thing. So obviously it's it's something I've never really asked my mum about. Do you know what I mean? She shrugs it off whenever I've asked her about it and stuff. So yeah, it's that's what it is really. Growing up, did you um Growing up, like when you're older, have you ever considered maybe looking for him or getting involved that way? Well, there's there's a there's a bit of a funny story. If while we're on and and doing it, I'll t I'll tell you the story. 
I'll put, I'll put it into a shorter a shorter thing for you because I don't even think me and you have spoke about this to be honest. But basically, I can't remember. I always remember. Right, I was I really wanted this. You remember the England reversible? Yeah, the red and blue one. I think it must. I think it was St George's Day, two thousand and two or two thousand and four. Mm-hmm. But it must have been two thousand and two, whatever, because I was a bit young anyway, and. I remember me and me and the lads playing football, and I said to him, "Oh, I don't think I'm going to be. Able, I don't think I'm going to be able to afford to get that England top." I said, "But whatever. If if my mom and mates are get, you know what it's like when your mates are getting a top yeah. and you get it anyway." Um, went playing football, forgot about it, and one of the lads, which was like my sister's boyfriend at the time, he said, "Look, it's not my business, but apparently your dad's." been in touch with your mum but your mum doesn't want you to know about it so I was like all right okay so went and seen my sister and I was like what's going on and my mum was just moving into a house in near where apparently this he my dad was staying so anyway throughout the day we we're playing football and one of the lads said he, like we're talking about he was like do you not want anything to do with your dad and I'm like I've gone so long without knowing it like yeah. I'm not even cute you know what it's like when you're younger. What wasn't even curious. I had like, I say a tight knit family. My auntie was always the dad I never had kind of thing. And then I had my mum's twin, my uncle Tony. He was like it was. So it was good. But anyway, one of the lads convinced me to get hold of my mum and see what was going on. So anyway, I phoned my mum, and she said she was like a bit snappy. Really, she went, "No, Jay, don't. I don't know what's going on. Just don't get involved in it." Anyway, my sister was a little bit older than me. So, if I'm annoyed that I don't know the, I'd, I'd say I was about 15, a young 14, 15, or what have you. So, obviously you're rebellious, but if your mum says to you drop it, you know what I mean. I was that kind of kid what dropped it. Do you know what I mean? Whereas my sister was a bit more streetwise, I'd say, and she was saying, "No, I'm gonna go and see him, tell you know, ask him where he's been and grill him basically." Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> as the day went on. One of the lads is saying, are you really going to let your sister go on her own to go meet this guy who we don't know? And he's, he was from he was from Yemen. So my dad, as far as I knew, my, my dad was from Yemen and that was as much as I needed to know kind of thing. Yeah. So anyway, as the day went on, my mates were like saying, you're leaving your sister to go meet this random guy. Like, obviously, it was a bit different back then. Nowadays, you wouldn't dream of going to meet someone yeah. you didn't know, but... But yeah, went and um, not allowed. <laughs> well, yeah, that's funny too. So yeah, anyway, after after a few discussions with the boys and what have you, I went. We all went down there like ten of us kicking a ball around, and it was just a hotel. Which um, anyway, turned around and this family of like nine or ten people there, and I thought, what's going on here? So anyway, I went to my sister. Said, is everything okay? And she went, yeah, yeah, that's that's our dad there. So I've had a look anyway, and he's like, oh, Jamie. Didn't know who it was, obviously, but he's like, Jamie, we're going for a meal. Like, So we went went and had a curry with him, and I just said to my sister, I said this, you know, I feel bad on mum. Mum's asked me not to come, and I've gone behind her back, so I'm going to go now. Just phone me. If, obviously, when you had your top-up cards or what have you, yeah. I said, just let me know everything's okay kind of thing. Anyway, <clears throat> got there, had a meal, and it was like... It was, I can't explain it, but it did. It didn't feel right, but I didn't want to leave my sister. But in in the next breath, I wanted to get out of there and think, 
you know, go and phone my auntie, tell her what's going on and what have you. And anyway, he said, um, do you want to come up to the room? And I was like, come on. I'm a young 14, 15 year old, you know, behind the door, as they say. But anyway, I went up, I went up to the hotel room with him and he had like a, a suitcase. I I've not even told my mum this, by the way, but he had, he had a suitcase there and he had like loads of different packs and stuff. Anyway, there was one with my name on it, spelt it. I don't know how he spelt it anyway. And it was like bottles of aftershave, Armani, and there was a there was an envelope about that big. So obviously, I'm thinking in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, well, I'm going to get that reversible on Friday. <laughs> if, if, if 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 I play it right, I'm going to you know I'm going to have a good day. So anyway, went round the corner to where my mum, where my mum was moving in and stuff like that, and I just said, I've just been to see him, and she was like. She kicked off with me a bit, you know. She went, I can't believe, can't believe you've gone behind my back. And I said, What are you getting so like uptight about it? And she said, I've asked you not to go and you've gone. I said, Well, Nikki's there on her own, a young girl with all this family she doesn't know. So anyway, the the night obviously the ne the next morning come and he's he's phoned up and he said to my sister, like, I'm moving to London in three days. Can I just see you again before we go? So my mum's like, Oh, you don't know, he might get you in a car and run off or whatever. So went went and seen him at this hotel, and I just said, "Look, I said it'd be nice to meet you, but I'm not allowed to I'm not allowed to spend any time with you." So anyway, he he, he put this wallet, I'd say, or an envelope of cash there, and he put it back in his pocket. And I thought, to this day, that I think I can't forgive my mum for that. But <laughs> um, but anyway, he took like he took like two hundred pound out of this envelope. I, I'm not even going to guess what was in it. He took like two hundred pound out of this envelope <clears throat> and um, basically gave it to me and said, "Well, there you go." You know what I mean? That was it. There you go. There's two hundred pound. In my in my head at first, I thought, "Well, there's my reversible and a little bit of extra money to top my Motorola phone up or what have you." But because obviously I didn't look at the bigger picture at the time, and then my sister actually went with a friend, and it was when I think it was when the PlayStation. Maybe PlayStation 2 had just come out. So anyway, he, he took my sister on a spending spree anyway, and they come back her and a friend with eight bags each or anything. And, and I just I was stuck with the 200 pounds. But it basically it turned out that my mum was actually seeing my sister Nikki's dad, my sister's dad, and a year later was with his brother so as it happens don't judge my mum by the way but <laughs> as it happened no one ever knew apart from obviously the older people in my family that my dad was actually my sister's brother but my mum never wanted me to know are you still with it there you look confused because you said your dad was your sister's brother my dad all oh, right sorry no <laughs> yeah one nil you there, yeah. You can edit that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, so so basically, Nicky's dad is my uncle. Mm. So they were brothers. Okay. My mum, my mum, yeah. So if that's a little bit clearer, so it was obviously yeah. when I look back on it now, <clears throat> as an adult, I realised that my mum clearly didn't want me to. I say find out the mess it was, but. Yeah. She didn't want me to get a relationship with someone who actually wasn't my dad, 
if that yeah. makes sense. So, so yeah, growing up, I just that was that was always in the back of my mind. You know, I joke about it whenever I tell the lads or whatever, and I joke about it thinking I should have took my auntie's advice when I phoned her. My auntie's a little bit different to my mum. She was like, take him for everything he's got, basically, because he's got a good job. Take him for absolutely everything. <clears throat> it's not that I come from a scumbag family, do you know what I mean? But it's like, it was one of them. If if your dad's not happy for you to be around and he just shows up when it suits him or what have you, take what, take what you can from him. And obviously, yeah. I look back now, and as bad as it makes me sound, I would I, I, that, at that time I didn't think about a car, a house, a future. You know what I mean? But if if he would come to me now, even though I'm a better person now, I'd take him for everything he's got. And and whether that comes across as bad, you know what I mean? I'm not. It, it's hard because like now now I've had kids. It's like I'd do anything for the kids to have a granddad. In you know what yeah. I mean from my side of the family, but. It's just it's just one of them things, you know. I'm, like I say, I was I was privileged to have an auntie and an uncle who were like filled in for that gap kind of thing. But yeah, when when I, when I think of that story, I think is you know I'm happy to share that story. But it's like you don't want to put my mum not not put my mum in a position because it, it's what it was. It's not like she's gone and had an affair with this guy. You know what I mean? It could have been worse, but. It's it's one of them where you, you're talking about your childhood and people think, well, I never really knew about that. I'm not. That's not something I'm going to shout from the rooftops. But like I say, when you look at that, it's if my kids went through that now, it'd be unheard of. Do you know what I mean? Whether it was the whether it was the times, <laughs> what it was, you know what I mean. But yeah, it's a bit messed up, really, isn't it? Was there ever like a, <clears throat> a stepdad or anything on the cards growing up or? <laughs> Again, my mum was um, my mum was with my stepsister's dad at the time, and she it was yeah it is was that the two, that the two young the, the twins yeah 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 the yeah. twins so it was like it it was it was is again I don't want to come across like I was ungrateful or anything but for me it was a real dad or and no one do you know do you know what I mean and again. I'll, I'll probably say it ten times tonight, but my uncle Tony, which was my mum's twin, he was like, he had to love us, if you know what I mean, because mm. you know he didn't have kids of his own, and he, he was close to my mum. And then, like I say, my auntie as well. It was they they were there, so it was like even if there was a stepdad in my house, it was not 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 my dad. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it it wasn't like. Oh well, there's a dad who can fill the shoes for my dad. It was, it was. I never, never looked at it like that. And then, when my mum, when my mum um, split up with the with the twins' dad, it was like she had like a friend there. She had a friend, like it was like a lodger. He'd been a family friend for years, and he was he he was staying with us. Like him and my mum wasn't. There wasn't an item or anything like that. He he was a lot older and stuff. So there was always there was always guys in the house. If you know. And again, I don't want that to come across bad to my mum, but there was always <coughs> it wasn't like it was ever me, my mum, and the and all the girls. Yeah. <clears throat> you know what I mean? Or, or I would have had to have been like the man of the house. But yeah, but growing up you you never felt like you had a, a dad or a stepdad. It was very much your mum and that was it. Yeah. And yeah, then like obviously it. obviously your auntie and your uncle. Yeah, but, yeah, but obviously they wasn't there 
at the I say at the night as or as such, you know what I mean? It wasn't yeah, yeah. It, it, the, but do you know what? Like I say, I'm not gonna you know, again, these people out there who have never had anything close to a dad or whatever. So again, I don't sit there and feel sorry for myself because my family was like like I say, all, all my mum's brothers I've always had a good relationship with. So I don't is it I wasn't ever like clinging on to them for a father figure kind of thing, but Yeah. That was that was how I grew up. Do you know what I mean? Oh, your uncle, your uncle John's gonna take you on his on his driving route today, or whatever. Do you want to go with him? Or your uncle Craig wants you to go fishing. I always had a bit of a family, but there was never really, never really a dad around. Do you know what I mean? There was no nothing, so, nothing like a dad. You know what I mean? So, so, do you think, obviously, growing up and becoming a dad now, do you think that looking back? Not having a dad affected you in your teenage years, or because, like, you know, when you when you're properly growing up and you're becoming a man yourself, do you think that had any effect of not having one? Again, I wouldn't. You know, I was never, I was never a tear away kid or anything like that. But <clears throat> I don't know. You can because for me, you can. This day and age, when you see people, you know, you can always blame. And I'm not. I'm again. I'm not judging people, but. You can always blame the childhood, you know what I mean? So if someone's gone and put a car window through or robbed a car and the police come around, it's like, oh, he's not had a dad or, you know, he's from a broken home. Yeah. It's it, it's one of them, like, you know, I used to sit and think about it, like, when I played my first football match as a dad, as you yeah. know, having a boy, in your head you're thinking, you better be good at football. Or, <laughs> yeah. or, you know what I mean? And it's like, so I, I always remember I've got um, my uncle Tony was like, he was like very easy going, but he wasn't, he wasn't a dad. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. I, I had to take a penalty. And I remember someone ran and got me uncle Tony from like down the park. And it's like, yo, Jay's taking a penalty. And he, he, he ran all the way back to watch me scuff this penalty anyway, <laughs> miss the penalty. And, he was just like, oh, whatever, you know, I'm gone. And then I just, and I, on, on that day, I used to think to myself, like, if my dad was here, he'd be like, you know, whether it was a arm around your shoulder and take the next penalty, he'll do it. Or, you know, when, when all the lads, the dads are shouting, well, when you yeah. finish your game, we'll go to McDonald's or whatever like that. It was always, again, I don't want to, don't want to feel like I'm coming across as like a victim to it because like I say, the bigger picture, I had people around me, but like you're saying, stuff like that, whether it's a football match or whatever, you do sit there and think, I wonder if, you know what it's I mean? I had a, yeah, it's funny because every, everyone I've had on so far have grown up without their dads being around. It's either been oh, a stepdad. Really? And, yeah, yeah. And everyone has always said, it's always the football. Yeah, that's where you notice it. You know, you may yeah, yeah. there with the with their dads. Yeah. And then you're sort of looking around like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like you say, it's 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 back in that type type of I say back in that type of era, but it's not unheard of. Do you know what I mean? And it's yeah. like like obviously we'll probably get onto it, but like my missus, not her family. You've got people like who've been married for twenty five years, forty yeah. years, and you know it's. And then when I, you look at like mine, and it's again, it's not it's not a bad thing because you. you you deal with it, don't you? You grow up how you grow up and stuff. But yeah, it probably is. It probably is the football. Like I say, I've got two girls, haven't I? And yeah. in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, 
what I'd, you know what I do for the Saturday Saturday mornings, having having my son missing the penalty I missed and stuff. <laughs> Hopefully score it, but yeah, it's yeah, it was it's a weird one really. Like I've never really opened up about it. Like when we when we go for walks and stuff, like me and my uncles and my cousin. We joke about obviously this stuff, and it's always a joke. You know what I'm like. Yeah. If I'm the victim of a joke, then it's always funny, and I'll I'll flip it around and give myself the. You know what I mean? I'll be the punchline for myself and stuff. But yeah, it's pretty. When you when you narrow it down now, and I'm explaining it to you, it's pretty. It's pretty sad, really, isn't it? And I think, yeah. Um. Serious question. Oh no! So before I ask you that. The, the the hotel incident when you last was that the last time you saw him or heard of him like when he gave you the two hundred quid yeah yeah definitely um, but he, he was he was more in touch with my sister whether it was just I don't know ironic or it was something what he knew because to this day I don't know if but you see, it, it, his his is the uncle of your sister is he is yeah he so, so so yeah, yeah but. The, <laughs> You'd be editing this one, won't you? <laughs> he, um, so that was that was actually Nicky's dad, not right. my dad who came. So effectively, on paper and in reality, I'd never seen my dad. Ah, okay. I've seen Nicky's dad. So, right. So do you okay. see what I mean? So you've never met, never met your dad at all? Never met him, never seen him, never heard of him. Effectively, because that guy who came was Nicky's dad but even then to this day I've never sat down with my mum because she's just she'll just shrug it off as my uncle's winding me up or whatever do you know what I mean because yeah. that's how my family is so it's like if I was to say to my mum mum like and me and, me and Nicky got different dads and she'd be like oh don't be stupid do you know what I mean I have no doubt my mum would say that because it's never been like you're saying there with serious questions it's never been a serious thing yeah for me do you know what I mean and like I say, it's, it's, it's crazy. Would you not try to find him? Obviously, now it's much easier with, with Facebook and all that sort it, of stuff. Again, we don't know. The, the closest thing we got was he, um, just after this had happened, and he, he, he was going basically, he was going to London and then he was going to Dubai because apparently, whether he told my mum this or whatever, he, um, he was working on the oil rigs in Dubai. Okay. So again, I heard that and I thought, what have I done? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Made some bad decisions, that's one of them. Um, but yeah, and he, he said he wired me some money from a holiday in Western Union and he was like 400 quid or something. So it feels, when I'm talking about it now, I feel a bit scruffy saying it, but it was like, no, we didn't get time to catch up and stuff. And obviously the, the biggest problem, mate, with it was probably the language barrier. Okay. Do you know what I mean? With him not being English, and and that's just with, you know, he's telling me he sent me this money. I had to give his address and his name, and I didn't really have a clue. Do you know what I mean? He didn't really yeah. know probably my details, and I remember going to the Western Union thinking, well, you know what? He's had the decency to transfer me four hundred pounds for my holiday. <clears throat> you know, he he can't be that bad. But then obviously I didn't get the money, and yeah, that was the last we heard of it. <laughs> my sister, he phoned my sister a couple of days later and said. Look, I'm I'm working in London for two weeks. Please, will you come and see me? Bring Jamie. And obviously, my mum thought not a chance. And again, my mum said, "Leave it now. Forget it now." 
And obviously me not being a rebel or whatever reason, I'd listen to my mum. Probably to 33 now, the first time I've ever listened to my mum and look what it did to me. <laughs> but no, you know, I can joke about the money side of it and stuff like yeah. that. You know, if it, if it was half a chance to get to know him, yeah, then then maybe I would have got the opportunity. If I would have got the opportunity, maybe now, me of now, a bit more grown up and stuff, and obviously seeing what it means to have a dad in your life, maybe I probably would have gone for the opportunity. But yeah, bit of a weird one, isn't it? Yeah, it's a serious, serious question now. Do you think if your your dad had been around, you know, normally you'd have supported a proper team? <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I reckon so. Yeah, I reckon I probably would have been a Chelsea fan if he was. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? Again, again, mate, that's just one of the jokes. Again, all my family is <clears throat> red. Right. All red. But then my sister's, my twin sister's dad, he was a blue. So that's the only thing I can put it down to, really. But wise decision, yeah. I suppose, as the years come on. It's... For now. Yeah, but <laughs> without the yeah. Let's not get into the football chat, but no. But yeah, it's, <clears throat> like I say, mate, the first time I've really I wouldn't say spoke random to a random about it, but like I say, when me That's and you the first time that, I've heard that story and I've known you for about fifteen not, years, yeah. It's not something again, it's not something you, you throw out there. It's like stuff like what you're doing now and <clears throat> getting people's feedback and you know, helping people out talking about the childhoods and parenthood and whatever else it's like that's something i've always kept close to my chest unless it's like we've had a little bit of a laugh about it or yeah someone's got a story about meeting the dad for the first time and then i'll try and like top trumpet you, you know what i mean but it's it's one of them stories where yeah if my mum probably heard me talking about it she'd be like why why are you telling people that but in reality mate isn't i've got nothing to hide you know what i mean i've people if they watch this will probably think wow He's on. He's got it. You know, people again. People would love to be in that position. You know, they'd probably go the opposite way. They wouldn't think of what they can get out of them. They probably mm -hmm. think of starting a relationship with them. Whereas me, I look back and I think could have took his money, but I didn't. I mean, that's a personally I mean, you you know that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So, but yeah. So late teenage years, early twenties. What? Did you ever want to have kids? Make sure those listen. <laughs> no, do you know? Do you know what? Again, I I always said I, I probably wouldn't. I, I don't think I would only because <clears throat> late late year late teenage years and whatever. I was I, I won't say selfish because that's probably the wrong way of looking at it, but I couldn't look after myself. Yeah. That's that, there's only one way. I wasn't again. I wasn't out of control, but I was living for the weekend. Do you know what I mean? So if I earned two hundred and fifty pound a week back in the day, whatever it was, then that'd be going on what Jay Strand wants to spend it on. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I'd pay. I'd pay a bit of keep to live at my auntie's house or my mum's, whatever it may be, and then I'd go out and I'd live a life of an 18, 19, 20 year old. Do you know what I mean? So it was. I was always good because. My cousin, my cousin Natalie had two kids when she was fairly young, so they were brought up around me. So they looked at me as an uncle. So I was one of them people where it was like, "Oh, Josh, Josh wants you to take him out today." 
oh, will you look after Josh for a couple of hours? Yeah, no problem. It was one of them. When it's somebody else's kid, you get fed up of them. They're back home. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So I was I was always good at doing that. You know, being being the man of the two hours, keeping them happy. Do you know what I mean? And then fobbing them off and going to do my thing. So yeah, yeah. kids and it was one of them where maybe I would have grew up. If you would have asked me that at 23, 24, 25, maybe I would have said, yeah, when the time's right. But yeah, it was always, I'll be honest and probably say, yeah, I never thought I would, only because I was selfish, you, really. You had a couple of serious relationships, didn't you? Did Because, you know, you know, girls are like, you get into a serious relationship and then it's kids, kids, kids. Did, was, no, there ever, yeah. was there ever a conversation with any of your exes about starting a family or having kids? Not at all, no, because I think Never. before before me and Nat, there was just like, well, there was, there was only really one proper yeah. relationship. Like I say, I, was, I wasn't I was a tear-away kind of guy, but I was also a young lad who wanted to go out and have fun and not be tied down. And again, when I was with my ex-girlfriend, it was never, we, we, were, we were both young. So even though we'd been on and off, I'd say on and off, it was only because... I was that kind of person, as you know, is if I wanted to go out with the boys and go and not see what girls were around, but if a girl wanted to talk to me, I wanted to talk to a girl. I wouldn't. <laughs> it's going to come bad, this, isn't it? <laughs> I was, I've messed myself up there because I don't want to sound really bad, but yeah, 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 100%. But, no, I, I, was, I was young. I, I weren't going to work anyone who was in a relationship. Yeah. But I also wouldn't have been tied down if I went to go and a girl started talking to me yeah I'd probably say well I would say I was in a relationship but I'd still want that can again I'd still want to speak to people so yeah. it wasn't it was it was serious but it wasn't through everything I think I was seven um 18 through 17 so it's still early days isn't it so yeah it was never never really thought of so yeah so when when did you get with Nat how long have you been with Nat now Oops. Um, I think I was just late 20, late okay. 20s, I think. Yeah, late 20s it must have been. How old are you now? 32? 33. 33. 13 so, years. Yeah. Again, I've been, I was good friends with that one after the start, so, yeah, some time, that, isn't it? Yeah. So you'll probably less, the day. Less for murder. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the same. I'm the same. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, it's, it's probably about the same. Yeah. And then obviously the next bit we're probably going to go into is I was 21. Yeah. And the first so, one came around. So, yeah. So you've been with that a year then. If you met, if you, if you started going out at 20, 21. Is that where I would you was when your first one? I think so. I, I, I think I just turned 21. Right. Yeah. Was it or 22? Oh, don't make me. What am I now? Yeah, <laughs> I probably should have had this in my head before. And I always lose track of time. So, yeah. Yeah, but I think we've probably been together about 15 months, I'd say. Okay. Between, between say, six months and then nine months. So, yeah. Probably been together six months, and she probably got pregnant. So yeah, and that's that's the same age as you, isn't she? I think. 
she is school years she's probably like two years younger yeah younger in the school she's 30, she's just 31 she's 32 two. no 31 she's in the same year as carly carly's 33 oh, this year <laughs> no she no she's not she's oh, you, mate, you better edit this out <laughs> no she's 31 definitely okay about, yeah oh mate that's a nightmare that. yeah she's 31 yeah well they were in this she was definitely in the same school year as carly so well, maybe she, that well, Carly's Carly's the oldest in one of the oldest. She's September. And that's so, um, she's June. Yeah. So yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> so, so how so how did that go? The first one. Tell how did it go? Yeah. So like, <laughs> no, how, yeah. Did you, how, how did you find out? Like, what what? Tell us the story. It was it was very late. It was very late into it. Like, again, I was very immature. I say very immature it was like i'm just saying there like i was very yeah immature was probably the way and i remember me and nat had come back from a concert and was just talking about kids and stuff and i said to, i said you better not ever get pregnant i said because i can't do it and, and you know what i can i can sit here and say i threatened her i didn't it was it was just a little joke it, it was a joke and stuff and i was like you better never get pregnant with me i said we're not ready for that and she was and i could see in her face she was like why are you saying that kind of thing? But it was just me being me. You know me. I can't be serious about anything. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, we um, she left it. Say we left it very late. Found out. Found out like pretty much a couple of months before she was due. Wow. Uh, and it was like obviously she 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 did. You know, it's it's something what we've always argued over. I feel like that com that comment what I made about. You better not ever get uh, pregnant and whatever. Probably rattled her. You know what I mean? Telling you. Yeah. And and then I look, you know, I look back and I think she probably didn't tell me till late on because it was probably my fault for being immature, being making a stupid comment what didn't need to be said. But I did that, yeah. And then yeah, she got pregnant. So when you when you find out that you're gonna be a dad. How does that change life? Because obviously I know you back then at that, at that age. It was all about going out. Like you said, living for the weekend. You know, that, that was... That's, that's all it was. Do, do you know what, truthfully, and on art, the, the, way, the, the way it happened, um, I went to my auntie and I phoned my auntie and I said, we need to talk. And I'm, I'm not a very, very emotional person. I'm very... I say hard face, you know, I come across to the boys as this hard guy and I went to my auntie and, and she was, she ran over to the churchyard, ran out of work and she was like, what's gone on? And she thought something had happened in town or something the night before. And I told her and I and I just broke down like I'd never broke down before. I said, I'm having a baby, I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't have any money. I don't know how to look after myself. And she was like, what are you crying for? Like, you know, it's, You've got a good family around you, you know. She's not she's not a random girl. You've been good friends with her for ages. You know, I might not have been with her for a long time in the sense of being ready for a baby, but yeah, I just cried to my auntie and I said, I don't know what I'm gonna do. And she reassured me that financially, you know, when whatever else comes with it, that we'd do it together kind of thing, we'd be fine. And <clears throat> yeah, I just 
it was it was a shock to my system. Like I say, it was still still in my mind there. I just maybe I was again, maybe I was being selfish. Maybe I just thought, oh, I'm going to go to sports bar on Saturday if I don't have the money. For, you know what I mean? And and that yeah. was again, I'm not a selfish person at all. But that was that was a way I, I must have thought. I was obviously upset and stuff because that was it. That was that was the main gist of it. It was I can't look after myself. How am I meant to look after the kid? Yeah, that was. That was as simple as that, yeah. So, well, but I don't want to say you got lucky because it sounds bad, but you did get lucky in a sense because you know you could have a you could have a kid with any random stranger oh, who could have have I'm, have um, terrible family, no family, and that's obviously from a, a good family with you know with good support behind her. Yeah. So lucky in that sense. Oh, absolutely. You know what, mate? Absolutely. Absolutely, and I think you know it could be one of them families, especially from around where I'm from. Yeah, you know, it's it's a place where any anything happens. You know what I mean? Her dad could have been around my house the next morning, caught me while I was vulnerable and upset, and you know, give me a good hiding and said, "What have you done?" Do you know what I mean? Or or vice versa. You know what I mean? I could have gone round to his, mm. and even though it wasn't his fault, blamed him. Do you know what I mean? Not blamed him. Yeah. But I couldn't have a scrap with Nat, so you scrap with the next best thing, do you know what I mean? And and that was a men I say that was a mentality I had, that was probably the mentality I could have had. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, you know, on, on the flip side of it, I sat there and again with having a close family and having nice people and people around me, it was reassuring that things ain't all that bad, you know. So deal with it. Was becoming a dad everything you expected it to be or was there anything that really shocked you about it? Um, I don't, it was, I wouldn't say it was everything I expected. Yeah, I suppose like the long, you know, when, when the, when, when the born and stuff like that is, a shock to your system. When, when you think of babies, you think of crying and smelling happies, don't you? You know, as a, as a, as a guy, that's what you think of, but, Again, when fast forwarding a little bit to having the having Amelia, it was I had a big chip. Once I'd got out the, I'm not going to be able to look after a blah blah blah. I'd probably become the world's biggest arsehole, if we can swear. Do you know what I mean? I look back now and I think Nat should have, if Nat had a backbone after all this, she probably should have told me to get out of Amelia's life for the start of it because. I look back on it now and as much as I'm saying I was a good uncle and whatever else, I was probably I turned I probably turned into the arsehole I promised never to. Does that make sense? So yeah. I, I used to know I used to have like a lot of I say girlfriends, friends who were girls, and I'd used to like, you know, advise them over stuff. As you know, you know what I mean? I was close to a lot of girls back in the day. And I'd I'd try and advise them and say, like, oh, don't go with him because he's a bit of a tool or whatever. And then once I had this baby, I was like, I became that tool. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I always, I, again, it's, I, I became something I always said I wouldn't. But, yeah. How'd, how'd you get out of that? How'd you break that cycle? Um, Again, just by... Or have you? <laughs> <laughs> Depends who's watching. Um, no, do you know what? It was, it was, it was a mixture of a few things. It was like, you can you can carry on being immature 
or you can face the fact of you've got to look after someone else now, not just yourself. You're either committed to it or you you, you, you go on about how it happened. You know, I've also got, even at a young age then, I had friends who were a lot more adapted at a young age who had been with girls for four or five years and, you know, suffered miscarriages or chose to have an abortion and stuff like that. And then I'm thinking, I'm sat there complaining about having a healthy child with somebody who supposedly is my best friend and girlfriend. We can work it out, do you know what I mean? Whereas some people there have made a decision, whether it's abortion or, you know, unfortunately lost a baby. You know, what am I complaining about? Oh, yeah. sorry, you know, I can't go out Friday, Saturday night anymore. I might just go out on a Saturday to watch a football. I think there was something in my head there where I just said, get a grip. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe get a grip and there's always someone worse off than you. I think that's the way I look at a lot of things in life now. Did you, do you feel like you had to grow up quite quickly? Absolutely. 100%. It wasn't... Again, you know, you, you, read, you read about these cliches about babies and stuff. But one thing I'll always stick by and what I read once upon a time was there's no rule book. There is no rule book on becoming a on becoming a father or you know what I mean? It's 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 either be a laid back dad and let the the woman, as they say, do all the work, or you throw yourself in and be an hands on dad. And and on that I can probably say the first few months I was probably an asshole, do you know what I mean? I was not a good dad at all. And obviously I get into it a bit more when obviously we get into it about the second. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, But yeah, it's only because it's the same, it's the same kind of answer. You know what I mean? So yeah. Were you able to connect with a, with, with a quick, quickly or not? I think if, if I had to obviously answer honestly, I'd say for the first couple of months, it was just all a blur. I say it was all a blur. It just all happened so quick. I was still yeah. feeling sorry for myself. I was still using it as an excuse to go out and have a beer, you know, not come home, you know, and treat Nat and the house like it was an hotel. You know, she was doing the feeds and whatever else, and I was rocking in from a night out, probably with you, but I won't blame you. Um, <clears throat> you know, just just waltzing in and just like... I've so, always been an angel, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but no, I think... Sorry, I, I think... Yeah, I think it was... Um, a lot of it was grow up now or not at all kind of thing. And a lot didn't change for me in the first few months because... I was still feeling sorry for myself as opposed to looking at the bigger picture and yeah. thinking, you know what? I thought about me here and I thought about me only. I've not thought how Amelia, at the end of the day, she would have adapted to it because she wouldn't have knew any different. You know, some people believe that if you don't have a connection with your kid in the first few months, there's always something there what won't. Or, do you know, do you know what I mean? It wasn't. Yeah. I, in hindsight, I should have looked and thought, do I want Amelia to grow up the way I grew up? But you don't think like that. You only think like that as you get wiser. Do you know what yeah. I mean? But, but yeah. 
Yeah, I think that I think the connection thing is not. I think ultimately you will always connect with them if, if you're in if you're involved and you're in you're about. But yeah. you know, I had someone on the other day who was saying it take it took took him three months to, yeah. uh, and it, you know, he felt like she she was a burden. You know, he 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 wanted to go out, spend his money on him, and it wasn't until you know a couple of months in where he's actually clicked into gear and thought, actually, I, I need to give me head a wobble here and change yeah, the way exactly. that I am. So, yeah, yeah, I think ultimately the connection, whether it comes instantly or it comes in time, as long as you're yeah. present and about, it will come. It will come, absolutely, yeah. I agree with that 100%. Yeah. So, so what's the age difference between the two girls? Ooh, here we go. Um, <laughs> it's 13 months, it is. Okay. So okay, again, so you're so you're just you've like openly said you you struggled at the start. You probably took a couple of months to adapt to being a dad. Yeah. Um, and then it happens again. It happens again. So it's so, so you know it. Talk to us about that one. How how did that how did that so, conversation come about? Do, do you know what? Like this is <clears throat> again. Is I say it's a fairly. Nat's very intelligent, as we know, and yeah. you know, to this day, you know, it's something what doesn't need to be brought up anymore. You know, it's happened and stuff, but you know, to this day, I'd never know why it went so long. You know, we so basically 13 months, it's one of them where it was, I had a chip on my shoulder. I wasn't, I was going out doing what I was doing, doing what young lads do, not thinking about Amelia at home and stuff like that. And then it was, she was acting a bit different and weird. And obviously I just thought, because I've been being the biggest idiot in the world, she's obviously taking a step back and doing parenting or whatever. And anyway, we obviously made a baby again. That's the best way of putting it. And was it, was it my house? And I said to her, I said, are you pregnant? And she's like, don't be stupid. So anyway, I, I, I lost my head and I was like... Why did you think she was? I, I, can't, I can't remember. She, she, the thing is, she's always like, not put on a bit of weight, but she was one of them girls where, you know, they're up and down in weight mm. in a sense. And she, did, she didn't look pregnant and she was staying at mine, but obviously we wasn't really having sex or anything because I was still in this mental state of never again. You know what I mean? And then... <laughs> And then was in bed together and I just said, your stomach feels a bit weird there. And she was like, don't be stupid. So anyway, I, I made her, went out to Boots, made her have a pregnancy test and stuff. I said, do it now, right in front of me. And you know what? Again, it's these days, it's probably controlling that. It wasn't controlling. I just, my head went, do you know what I mean? And I just thought, not happening this. Did a pregnancy test in front of me. We did it together and not, not pregnant, negative. Okay. So I thought, sweet, live my life, go and do it you know, carry on doing what I'm doing, get get Amelia brought into the world kind of thing. And anyway, we went to a wedding together the day after my birthday. And she, again, she put a little bit of weight on. I felt the stomach. What's the difference in time here? So this those... is, so Amelia was born in July the 29th. And then fast forward to my birthday, August the 13th was at a wedding. And she put again. She put a little bit of weight on, and I was like, "Said so that that dress looks weird on you now." So anyway, this is this is a month and a half after she took this pregnancy test. Yeah. So 
anyway and I thought she looks like she put weight on but you, you know when somebody's stomach comes out here you yeah I mean you yourself the girls whatever you know when your stomach comes out so I said if you put, they're not being funny you put a bit of weight on anyway I pushed the stomach and it was like you know say someone's got a stomach ulcer or what have you and it just fell yeah. out but my stomach wasn't big so anyway I said that I said to my sister I said she's definitely pregnant you know and she said I think she might be I said but she did a test blah 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 fast forward it two weeks later she had a baby two weeks later exactly two weeks from my birthday Ruby so two weeks after me. you had the pregnancy test no it was probably about two months ah. this was about two months but yeah two weeks after something in my head saying she is but again i look back on the pictures now and i think did we miss it did we not but no it was it was probably a little little stomach thing but again you know it was one of them things and missed obviously i was mad had gone then like completely and i just thought whatever so i was out i was staying at my auntie's house and i was out and i just got in got in about three o'clock in the morning and um about quarter past four it was someone throwing stones at the window and that's gone into labor <laughs> and yeah i was obviously didn't know what day it was and yeah and she had it and then that was when that was when it things probably did take a turn because the arsehole what I was avoiding being the first time came out of me do you know what I mean and it was just like it's, do you think that's when when because we'll get on to the, the weight loss a little bit later but do you think that's when you started to put the weight on um I don't know actually how fast did I do it since we met it just piled on didn't it um I, do you know what no I think I'd be using I'd be using that as an excuse. I think. I think but it's, that was but just it's the, the, the the stress and the pressure of having what 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 happened doesn't because it's a well it's you know scientifically proven <laughs> that stress causes you to really struggle to lose weight. Yeah, but you know you know what I don't, I don't think so. No, I think I think what happened I think what happened after this was something clicked in me because I went to. I went on holiday again this is from my point of view this is again this is still the selfish side in me so even say for instance i had the baby i had ruby on the friday i remember going on holiday on the tuesday with scott and i went to tenerife and i said you know what i don't know if we swear on this or not but i said f this i'm gone you know what i mean this is this is this is too much this i've been easy going i've been an arsehole but now my head's completely gone. Went to Tenerife for a week and, you know, I was talking and stuff and I was obviously going out, dancing, you know, having a holiday anyway. And then on like the second to last night, it was like, shit, I'm going home to reality here. And it was like, well, one or two things. I go, I go back there and I just say to that, enough, enough, you know, do it on your own. You, you wanted to do it on your own, you know. And I, I come home and I had a fucking big chip on my shoulder. That's why I thought I phoned that's dad. That's dad phoned me, and I just said, he, I remember he phoned me up and he just said, "What the, basically, how, how have you had another baby?" Blah, blah. And I said, "Do you think I wanted this?" You know. And I remember being on the phone to him, and I thought, "No more, you know, no more being this like not nice guy because it's not good." So he was like, "He phoned me and he said, what, what's going on?'" 
And I was like, the, what the fuck are you on about? What's going on? I said, do you think I want this? And then I said, I, had, I basically said to him, I said, no father wants to wear it. I said, I'd seen my ass. I said, and then we've had like makeup sex in a sense. And this has come from it. And then, then I got off the phone and I said, you don't want to wear it. I said, it's like makeup sex and I've ended up with a baby. So don't you phone me. Thinking, I said, you can walk away from it. You can chuck it out your house. And I said, this is something I can deal with. And then I have to deal with. And then a couple of weeks later, I think it was, <clears throat> I just thought, you know what? This is this is someone who's meant to be my best mate, this. You know, and I would have reacted if it was someone else who had done it to her. Do you know what I mean? What are your something... friends and family saying to you at this the way you're being and what are um, your friends and family saying? Like my mates you know what? I think in, in a lucky way, not lucky because you know people don't have to be part of it, but a lot of people, if not 90, 95% of people are saying she's done it, you know, whatever's gone on, she's had to deal with it. It's not just you. It's not just you dealing with it. She's She's been at uni. She's at uni and she's got a life ahead of her. And for whatever reason, you'd have had two kids in 13 months. You know, anyone else can walk away from it. But even my mum, and she's like, you you be a part of it or you don't be a part of it. Yeah. You don't you don't punish her for what she's done. You help her out or you you get out of there. You know, I wouldn't be the first guy as as me and you or other people, no. Yeah. We're not we're not the only people, you know, it's just to everyone else, it's just another story of She's pregnant. She's not with a kid's dad. She's bringing up two kids on her own. Tough, tough shit. Do you know what I mean? But for me, it was it was a turning point when I thought, why is everyone sticking up for her? You know, it wasn't it wasn't that she was wrong. It was people like saying, you know, it takes two to tango, and you know all the cliches of it. Yeah. And and I thought, you know what? Whatever. Then I'm done. I'm not doing it. And then a couple of weeks later, something clicked in my head, and I just thought, you know what? My mum's saying to me. Don't punish her. It's happened. You want to be part of the kids' lives or you don't want to be part of them. Now's the choice. And I thought, wait a minute. I've had to make a choice at the first time. Do you know what I mean? And, and I'm still, <coughs> dealing, still dealing with that choice while I've got to now make it for another one. And you know what? I look, again, I look back, mate, and I think I didn't want to come across as selfish because when that's dad phoned me, or whatever, it wasn't like we were phoning and saying somebody's got an illness, somebody's got cancer and has got three months to live. This is, for whatever reason, we've brought two girls into this world. They should not be punished for what we've done. Not what we've done, because it's not the end of the world. It's something what's happened, and it becomes a story maybe to... It's probably unheard of, but this story might help someone else out along the way. I mean, so that's why I'm happy, not happy to talk about it, but it's something what you can't get away from. You know what I mean? And we've come out at the the other the other end of the tunnel kind of thing. You know what I mean? It's turned out good, but you know, it's, at the time it weren't great, and I probably wasn't a great person. But yeah, but Draining. you're in, you're obviously you've been, you've been in a much better place for a long time, haven't you now? No, I, you know what, mate? It was it was one of them where, like I say, I think someone said to me, like I say, you know, she's not phoned you up and said that, God forbid, that 
something's happened to this young baby. Yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like I say, it's we've been we've been blessed to have two healthy kids. For if, if if it was wrong that she didn't tell me so late, it was wrong that if she knew and she didn't tell me, or if if it's not healthy to have two kids so soon, whatever it may be, this these two little babies there, what need feeding, need everything doing, and like I say, it was no one no one phoned me saying someone's dying. Where it's not in your, where it's not in your hands, it was in my hands, and my yeah. mum said to me, like even six, say six, seven months after they were both walking, crawling around, whatever, my mum said to me, right, Jay, stop it now, stop with them little comments, you know, stop saying if you wouldn't have done this to me or feeling sorry for yourself, you don't punish her, you you deal with it or you don't deal with it, and and I think that's what kicked me up the arse in a sense. I thought my mum said it to me, you know, my auntie said it, my cousin said it to me. You know, not one person turned around to me and said, she's an idiot or she's whatever. Do you know what I mean? Like I say, a lot of people are supportive because you know you know yourself, mate, people these days. I think I think she, even to this day now, I don't think I realised what she went through. No. Do you know what I mean? You're, um, also, you're also lucky that she was willing to let you come back and you know stick around because the way you've been, a lot of women would have told you to sling it. No. You know, yeah, absolutely. Like I say, you know, I look back and I went on holiday. Like your mum like with your dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Do you know what I mean? And, and like I say, looking back at it, I wasn't, I wasn't, a, I say I wasn't a good person. It was just, it was how I felt. Do you know what I mean? It was like, yeah, yeah I, des I deserve an holiday. I deserve to go out with the boys and whatever else. And I never, I suppose I never really looked at it from her point of view. Do you know what I mean? And that's probably... The biggest downfall of all of it, but two healthy babies, mate. I'm not gonna. But life's that's completely in. changed now. Absolutely, yeah. Very father. The, the pictures there, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah. Like I say, mate, they're both they're both healthy, and like I say, that's a story what they probably never even need to know. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. I, I, again, I remember looking back over the over the years, and you know, we get into arguments when I'm talking like probably nine years ago and I'm thinking, you know, there's one day I'm going to fucking tell the girls basically, you know, how it happened. And I just thought that was, I don't even think that was immature me. I just think that was, old, again, I was holding something over it. Do you know what I mean? And that's where my yeah. mum kicked me into shape. But yeah, like you say, a lot's changed now. I'm a better person. Yeah. yeah. Just been through big weight loss. Not bad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Pretty pretty good weight loss, yeah. So, what did you get up to? Your biggest? It was, I think it was about one hundred and thirty six point one kilograms. I think it was just over or just under twenty one and a half stone. Wow! That was late March last year, March the twenty seventh. It was my first weighing, and <clears throat> yeah, again, it was it was something. What I say, got out of hand. Do you know what I mean? You know what my lifestyle is like, takeaways and whatever else. But it wasn't excessive. But you know, like you're saying about like stress now and stuff like that. Yeah. I've always, since we've been, since we've been friends, it's always been, you know, we'll play football, we'll go out and whatever else. And then I was just slowly but surely only going one way, putting yeah. weight on, putting weight on. And then when was it? I think it was actually the day of Leo's christening, wasn't it? that I lost my uncle Tony. Yeah. 
and and again when you're saying about like stress and stuff so obviously my uncle tony was my mum's twin the one i was saying earlier about stepping in there as like in the dad's shoes like my auntie shelly was yeah and yeah he um proper shock sudden passed away went in a hospital on the when i think it's like the thursday went to see him thursday friday getting a little bit you know no one knew what was up with him saturday morning um well friday night got told it might he might not survive it or whatever which was a shock to the system when again michael was comparing it to the girls you know there's shocks to your system and then there's stuff you're not in control of and yeah he passed away on the saturday morning yeah yeah it was a christening i figured 100 because i didn't come obviously i was feeling sorry for myself a bit but yeah and i just think after that i just thought I think I just again I was always big, so again I'm not I'm not pushing it to this at all. But somewhere along the way it was whether it was stress, whether it was just not giving a shit anymore, and just piling on the weight and just eating, drinking, whatever I wanted to. And again, going back to the the kids and stuff, you know, on the subject of you know nobody cares about dad and stuff. It's one of the looking back again now now i'm positive and stuff like that and I, I suffered i probably suffered in silence and again i know what this is this is a, which is a great thing to do which is this podcast i think that's what it's about like i looking back on it i suffered in silence like i'd say pretty bad for a good few months but i didn't realize i was hmm. i was in the i didn't realize that i was in the position i was in do you know what i mean i was just living my life and just going to work, coming home from work, getting a takeaway, keeping that happy. And almost, not, not, I don't know how to explain it because it wasn't like, you know, people have little secrets, don't they? You know, people keep things from the kids or the, the partners and that. And <clears throat> almost someone who's like trying to, you know, lose weight and be bulimic and they'll throw yeah. up when everyone goes out the door. And I got to a point where I probably was comfy eating and, Whenever Nat and the girls and Nips and Nat's mums or whatever, I'd be sat there and I, I, I was like not forcing myself to cry, but I was punishing myself. I was like, why am I not upset and stuff over my uncle who's I spent all my time with and stuff like that. And then not not crying, but making sure that I was upsetting myself because I wouldn't I wouldn't forgive myself if the kids come home and caught me upset. Do you know what I mean? And then. Yeah. I, like I say, it goes back to the like the dad side of it because in this house, I am the man of the house. Do you know what I mean? So I thought I could never let my kids catch me being upset. You know, I've I've got I've got very sensitive kids. So I'm just like like that. Do you know what I mean? So if if I am having a bad day or whatever, and they'd come to me and be like, "Are you okay, Dad?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm fine." And it, they can you know they can they can sense yeah stuff and then. I'd, I'd, I'd beat myself up then I'd be like I'm just going to go out for an hour and I'd have a walk around there thinking like she knows that I'm going to be upset and instead of you know what I mean it was like it was like a little like a dirty little secret you know what I mean I, I was going outside to get upset and stuff like that and I just thought N now now I'd rather have, rather have seen let them see me upset and explain to them that I'm just having a bad day but yeah it was that there must have been something to do with the weight loss there. Like I say, it's almost like secreting and secret crying while they're not there kind of thing. But yeah, 
piled piled the pounds on and so what yeah. what kicked into gear to make the change i did want to say this can i just get another beer can i just run and get a beer yeah yeah i should have brought two one <clears throat> yeah there's another one um it's funny it, i say it's funny really it was, it was near easter just start of lockdown it was when did we locked down about march the 23rd oh, end of march. was it end of march yeah, yeah. so um, anyway my cousin phoned me darren and obviously he's into his fitness and stuff like that and he said oh what are you up to because last time I'd really been out with him, he took me to Nando's just after my uncle Tony, and he was like, "Why do you, why do you, why do you get like a decent hobby where you're gonna follow through with it and you're gonna keep your mind occupied and whatever?" So he knows me better than anyone, you know what I mean. So he knew that him saying to me like, "Why do you get an hobby and stuff?" Basically telling me to lose some weight because I was. Fat, you know what I mean? But he knows that I wouldn't stick to something. You know what I'm like? Oh yeah, yeah. Let's do this. Let's do that, and not stick to it. Yeah. So anyway, that's last time I really seen him. So he phoned me up and he's like, "How you doing, mate? What are you up to?" And I said, "Believe it or not, I've just had an Easter egg, and I'm on my second Easter egg. I feel like crap. I know I should be eating it, but I'm eating another Easter egg." And he just phoned me. And he was like, "Oh, come, come on, mate. Wow." And then next next morning, he phoned me up about eight o'clock in the morning. He said, right, I don't need to lose weight. You do. Um, I've, I'll order you a bike. Um, here's a Fitbit. Get yourself 10,000 steps a day. I'll do it with you. And why don't you try and see if losing weight is going to help you? And I just thought, wow, what's that about? Anyway, got the, got this Fitbit off him. Told him, obviously, he don't need to get me a bike. I'll buy my own bike. And I just thought, you know what, it'd be good. And... <clears throat> My uncle John and my cousin John, basically a group of four of us. My uncle John, he, he does like kickboxing and my cousin John, he does kickboxing. So they just said, why don't we just like, just before we get really like locked down, you, know, you can meet people from different households and stuff as it started. When we didn't know yeah. how, how severe it was going to get, just said, why don't we do stuff anyway? I just thought, you know what, let's give it a bash. We, we, we organised, we go on a bike ride. Got on, got on this bike anyway, got a cheap bike, went from my house to, you know, where Warby Bridge is. Basically, come over to Altringham and I was fuming. I couldn't get up this hill on my bike. And everyone else, like, obviously, we're in a good group. We're having a laugh and stuff. And I pushed my bike down and I said, sat this. I can't do it. And, you know, my cousin dad was just like, why, why, why are you stressing? You know what I mean? He's sitting me down and saying, like, why, why are you stressing over the bike? He said, just walk up the hill. He said, and we go again in a minute. You know, so it, it was good to have that support. And then anyway, Summit must have kicked in because two weeks later, I did Manchester to Blackpool on this bike. <laughs> so just, did, just didn't look back from there. Weighed myself a week later, just before we did Blackpool on May the 4th, which was like my first proper weigh-in. And I got down to 20, 20 stone, I basically lost like just under a stone in a week. So I just, you know, and I think this is what stops people losing weight because if they don't see a fast result, yeah, it's whatever. And everyone does it. There must be a there must be a massive percentage rate on people who do that. I've been there myself. Yeah. So you know what I thought? You know what? 
I've been doing stuff with the lads, what I enjoy. Anyway, the, the, the few days later, like I say, just before we did Blackpool, we, we went doing kickboxing in the garden. We went out on our bikes. I was doing like a couch to 5K, just trying to get my fitness up a little bit. And then, yeah, weighed myself just before we did Blackpool and I'd lost like two kilograms again. No, I think I lost half a stone after I'd lost a stone. It's like a stone and a half in two weeks. And I thought, you know what? Do it for another couple of yeah. weeks, see what, see what, see what I look like, and then, you know what I mean. It can't be doing any harm. And I was waking up in the morning, making sure the kids were fine. Nat was sorting the kids out. I said, "Right, I'm going to go for a run." And it probably annoyed her, but I was, I was up, I was up at what time I get off of work about five, and instead of going to work, I was doing a five k, coming home, sorting the kids out, going back out, you know, meeting the lads, and we started, we climbed Snowdon, um. Just started doing peaks like the peaks at the weekend or Lake District, whatever it was, just climbing, doing whatever I was doing. And then two, I figured like two and a half months in, I'd lost just over, I think just over two stone. And, you know, I was, I was weighing myself at Darren's on a Monday and I seen my BMI coming down. Yeah. And it was just, just basically I didn't look back and it got to just over, just over six months. And I think it was... I'd gone from 136.1 kilograms to just over 100. So it was like a 36 kilogram loss, which wow. was fat. I think it was just, I think it was just under or just over, no, it was just over five and a half stone. And I was like, I wasn't, it, it wasn't until I was putting my clothes on that I realized it. And then obviously I said you like the before and after pictures, didn't I? Yeah. And I just thought, like, wow. <clears throat> And you, you know what, like, it was it was one of them things where I didn't have to share my story with people, but I was having people, like, message me saying, oh, I spoke to your dad last week, he said you're trying to lose weight and stuff. I had message back saying, trying to lose weight, you cheeky whatever. <laughs> you know, and, yeah, and you know what, it's, it's almost like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say, I would not say, because I, I don't know what it feels like, so I wouldn't, you know, a few people said to me, I think you're, gone down a dark lane or whatever that you probably shouldn't have gone down and you, you didn't realise you were going down. You know, people are telling me they think, because you know what personality I have. I'm always a, I'm always that person who's going to put, as much as I've said what I've said about like Nat and how I was back in the day. Nowadays, I try and make people laugh and I'd yeah. rather see 10 people laugh and smiling and go all miserable myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. So it's like... I had some of my mates, like close mates to me saying, look, I don't think your, your well-being is as good as you think it is or not putting me down, but just like advising me that they think maybe I should go and speak to someone yeah. or maybe I need to do what I need to I do because I'm not, not, I'm not the same person, but they're basically trying to dress, trying to tell me that I was depressed basically and I didn't realise it and I wasn't, but... It's scary to think that if Darren wouldn't have turned up at my house with his Fitbit and my friend Ryan, my friend Ryan, like I say, we was it was one of them where I was going to meet the lads at 12 o'clock, but before that, I'd do a run and go and play five sets of tennis with Ryan and like really pushing myself, but it wasn't like I was killing myself, do you know what I mean? It was, it was yeah. excessive and it was fast, but... It was keeping me going, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And obviously, don't get me wrong, the girls and that and that. It wasn't like I was coming home and I was depressed. I wasn't. 
I was just in a bad way to what I was. And I look back on it now and I think, wow, maybe even now, maybe I've not sat and grieved about Tony, you know what I mean? But because of what happened with the girls and stuff, it's so easy for me now to push things to the back of my head. Do you know what I mean? So this weight loss thing has, has, has gone hand in hand with the Tony thing developed. Develop yeah. each other basically. Well, there's there's a there's a link, isn't there, between wellness in the body and wellness in the mind. And you know, you know, if you're looking after yourself and you're active, and people always say that people that are struggling mentally should go out and exercise because yeah. it does it. You know, it releases endorphins and you do feel loads better. I know myself. I'm like you. I've struggled with my weight over the yeah, years. Yeah. We we've put weight and lost weight together. I think. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, but. I, I could definitely tell a difference in me when I'm working out, when I'm going to the gym, and then when I'm not. Yeah. Uh, there's, there's a massive difference in my personality and how I feel about myself. Yeah. You know, just before this last lockdown, I was in the gym every morning because there's no, my new office. There's a gym over the road from the from the world. Yeah, yeah. So I was going in every morning. I was doing. I'd done like four or five weeks every day, feeling good, starting to get me, you know, feel, you know, put your shirt on. You're like, oh, I, yeah, like, yeah. I like how I look. And then lockdown came in again. Gym's all short. And that I've struggled this lockdown mentally. I've, yeah. I've, I've really not, not done great through it, but, no. but doing this and getting to speak to people has, has helped again, has helped oh, me, helped me to, to cope with it. Absolutely. And I think, I think I spoke to you on the phone a couple of weeks ago, didn't I? For the first, well, say for the first time, since we've not really had a catch up because obviously it's been hard and stuff. Like the first thing what obviously drew us back together in a sense since we went to that concert a couple of, <laughs> couple of years ago was a. Uh, was it Led Zeppelin? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was obviously. Hey, what? It was A1 and Blue. Was it? No, it weren't Blue. It was five, wasn't it? Five. No, it was five. Yeah, yeah, five. It was five damage, 911, A1. A1. That's, that's how cool we are together. But yeah. <laughs> but no, it was, it was that weight loss, wasn't it? When you see my weight loss and you say, yeah. yeah, you seem to have done well there. And then obviously, I got, obviously, I phoned you, didn't I? And said, you know, look, when we can, let's do it together. And yeah. Because like me now, under no circumstance am I at the weight, not the weight I want to be. But my my goal was six and a half stone. But whereas this Christmas now, because I was off off work for the first time in so many years, I thought, you know what, I'm not going to be that person who turns around to Nat and says, oh, no, no, I'm not touching the beer. Because yeah. I was like that six months ago, five months ago. Or the kids said, Dad, can we do this tonight as a treat night? I don't want to be there sat eating rice and chicken while the kids are eating Chinese. So yeah. I thought, you know what, now I know I can do it. Basically, the way the way I'm looking at it now, and I still am, is I've got half a stone to play with. So as long as I don't go over six, it's 16 and a half stone. Yeah. Then it's still a five stone loss. But it's, you know, it's all right being that guy who says like to you now, oh mate, I lost five and a half stone in six months. It was excessive and it was good, but it's gone that now. So now mm. I'm at the weight I'm at now. So I know that I want to lose a stone in the next couple of months. It, I, obviously I got COVID, didn't I? Yeah. A couple of months ago, was it? New, well, New Year's Eve, I got COVID. Yeah. And it was like, that's that set me back at the minute because I'm really struggling to exercise and stuff. But like I say, if my, I say my story, it's not really, it is it is a good story because like I say, like I've told you there, I was in a, I was in a bad place, whether I liked it or I didn't like it. And I didn't like to admit it. I was in a bad place. And, you know, I think oh, in years to come, 
I don't think the likes like Darren, John, John, Nat and the girls and Ryan, you know, it's, it's nothing against my other friends, but I don't think they'll realise what they've done for my mental health, never mind my health. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because if I would have been 21 and a half stone, well, the way I was, I was massive. I'd have a neck. I was looking at pictures the other day, mate, and I'm like this. Yeah. And I thought, why didn't someone, whether it was you, Daz, anyone, shake me and say, what are you doing? And then eventually, like I say, Darren did. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't have liked to have gone through COVID that size. at that weight. Because, you know, we can joke about and always think that you're never going to be that person. But that's, I say it's had a lasting effect on me. Like I say, I would, this time two months ago, I was running 10Ks and not really getting too much out of breath. Whereas now I'm running 10 minutes and I'm gasping. Yeah. So for me now, going forward, it's just going to have to be like it was last time. I'm going to have to start off slow yeah. as if I was still that same size and go again. But like I say, mate, it's when if if anyone says to me that if, you know, because again, like I say Darren, because he's always been that eat clean, feel better, all that feel clean, whatever it is the cliches of it is. And I used to think to myself, what is he on about? But then like now, you know, but then like now I get it because yeah. you have a Chinese or I have a Chinese. Now I'm thinking, get your ass out there and do a 10K. Don't wake yeah. up in the morning smelling Chinese because you have to treat yourself. But it's, it is, if, if it's so easy to comfort eat. Yeah. And it? it's so easy. Like you say, it's, and you don't want to turn to people. Like, how easy would it have been for me to say to you, look, I know we shouldn't meet, but let's meet on a canal or whatever and let's go for a walk and get it out. But because I'm so focused, I was so focused on, if I'm having a bit of a crappy day over Tony, don't sit there and let the girls see you. Go out and do 5K, come back and be a parent. Do you get what yeah. I mean? And yeah. that's luckily, that's the, that's the route I've gone down. And again, I'm not going to say I'm perfect, but that's what's helped me. So... If that if that story can help two or three people, or even one person, and think, well, if that fat guy did it, if he lost six stone, uh, five and a half stone in six months, then it, it's doable. And yeah. Like I said, I won't go and sell my story, but if anyone, like when I put that when I put that picture on Facebook, one of my mates said to me, "You've done really well," and he said, "I'm not the kind of person who's going to blow smoke up your backside, but you've done really well, and you need to." congratulate yourself and he said i want to put it on facebook and blast it if you don't do it and i just like i say it was more of a thanking people for being there and help me out through such a bad thing and then i, I had random lads like you probably know with this what you're doing now yeah i had random lads message me saying what have you been taking or you know have you are you putting your fingers down your throat and i just said look if you want if you want to talk to me or you want me advice don't approach me like that you know what i mean if you genuinely want to know how i did it and whatever else I'll be the first to advise you. You know what I mean? But I just thought, well, isn't that healthy? Could I sit here and tell you that I've done all the hard work if I was like sticking my fingers down? It's pointless, you know what I mean? And I thought to myself, why have you put it on Facebook? But I thought, because only my friends can see it. Do you know what I mean? So, you know what? Like I say, I've done it and I'm here to tell the story. So, <clears throat> wrap it up, Jay. Hopes for the future. Do you think you'll have more kids? I think, no, but I, I said that at 20 weeks. <laughs> no, but um, no, do you know what? As we're wrapping up, I think, you know, I'm grateful. I look back and I think, you know, for whatever, for whatever reasons it happened and for whatever reasons we didn't find out so late. And, you know, we've got two healthy kids and 
I wasn't very academic at school and whatever else, but obviously Carl, you know, was better than anyone. But my two my two girls now are both in a grammar school. So it's like, that's not, again, it's not bragging, but I just look back and think I could have walked away from this and yeah. not had, you know, not had any kids. And I like to think they're both at grammar school. So I look back and think, yeah, maybe at the start I wasn't a great parent, but, you know, between me and that, I think you've got to pat yourself on the back sometimes and think we've got healthy kids, which is obviously the best thing you can ask for and they're at grammar school. So whatever, whatever I was like at the younger stage, I've done all right at this point, yeah. Are you um, going to make an honest woman of you yet? Or? Well, do you know what? Believe it or not, we was meant to be going to New York in November because that was basically, it was like a bit of a treat. Yeah. Because when I started losing weight, I thought me and Darren and his missus and that was going to go and I was going to wait and propose to in November. I was just going to obviously. I would have let you know. Don't you worry about that. I would no, have. I'm been, just I'm, all I'm all I care about is a stag do, mate. No, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But we had we had to a free plan, mate. Don't worry about that. Uh, that's what it was. I say about me changing and thinking I've lost weight now. I can do going free stag do's. But um, <laughs> but no, yeah. So that the spanner was in the works with that. So it's okay. Yeah, it'll definitely have to be this year. Um, next year, what are we on now? Yeah, it'll be in the next couple. Of, she wants it now, doesn't she? She just wants. Again, it's just whether it's a girl thing or not. It's it's been a lot of time now, and we've been through. I say we've been through every, not everything you can go through, but we've been through our times. And we've, as, as sad as it sounds, we're obviously stronger now than we've ever been. So why not? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> Lastly, Jay, any any advice for um, dads in a who probably gone through a similar thing to you, where? they find out late and they're, they're living the life doing that. Any advice, obviously going through it and coming out the other end, what advice would you give to a, a young dad or a, a new dad in that situation? Um, Probably just, you know, things, when, thing, when things are in your control or if, if it's not in your control, say you've not got a person like Nat or like a me, and you don't get a chance. Say, say you don't get an opportunity to become a dad, even though you didn't do much wrong and you're not a bit of an asshole or what have you. Then you know, do what you can to get the opportunity. Or the or the flip side of it, like me, is see the good in it. Do you know what I mean? While there's an healthy child there, or you know, there's nothing. Well, if, you know what? Even if they're not healthy, even if there's you know, if there's you know, unfortunately, there's something wrong. At the end of the day. Every child deserves to be loved. And just because yeah. if you've had the upbringing what some of us have had, you know, if anything, strive to be the parent you never had, yeah. if you know what I mean. So, you know, when, when something's in your hands, do what you can to make a good situation of it and don't walk away from some of what you're going to regret in years to come. Good that, advice. I know. <laughs> I told you. Should, I have, a, up. should have been a scholar. Putting <laughs> <laughs> down, grew up. <laughs> Mr. Jay, we'll wrap up there, mate. Listen, appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on, telling us your story, and uh, yeah, we'll we'll definitely catch up as soon as we can. Absolutely. All right, mate. Cheers. Cheers, See you mate. Bye, bye.